Welcome to Shift the Atmosphere. I'm your host, Philip Renner. I want to encourage you today, and I want to tell you that the resurrection power of Christ is on the inside of you. So when you walk into a room, God walks into the room with you. And the situation in the room or the situation in your life does not affect you, but you shift the atmosphere with the power of Christ on the inside of you. The last couple of podcasts that we've been doing have been so powerful. God is speaking, and I believe that as you are listening to this podcast, God is touching your heart, and God is changing your thinking. Because a lot of people can receive a miracle, but if you don't change your thinking, then your miracle will be short-lived. But when you spend time in God's presence, when you're constantly in His presence and you're constantly meditating on His Word, that is when you get longevity. That is when the miracle continues every single day. But I want to take you to 2 Kings chapter 6 and a quick recap of everything we've been talking about. The king of Samaria has just had the king of Aram's army in Israel. And they're there because Elisha brought them in. And before this, Elisha blinded them. He prayed, Lord, blind them. And so you have this blind army that is being led into the city by Elisha into Samaria And the king of Aram and the king of Samaria are enemies. So it would seem that the victory is now. But Elisha makes a statement and he says, don't harm prisoners of war. The king probably thought to himself, wow, I have the victory. Finally, I've been fighting the king of Aram, and now I have the victory. They're right here. They're in my city. All I have to do is execute them. But what Elisha says is you don't harm prisoners of war. Show them a good time. Forgive them. And he showed them a good time. And when you forgive, God blesses you. But sometimes, unfortunately, that blessing is not immediate. Sometimes it seems like there's a double attack that is happening on your life. Well, let me tell you something. Jesus went through the same thing. Because he was crossing through the sea, the Sea of Galilee, and a storm came. Theologians say that a storm is impossible in that area. It was a spiritual attack on Jesus's ministry. And so he spoke to the storm and he said, peace. But then when he got to the other side, I'm telling you guys, you're getting to the other side. I don't know what you're going through right now, but I speak over you. I prophesy over you that you're getting to the other side. It may feel like a storm right now, but you're getting to the other side. Hold on. Hold on to the presence of God. Hold on to the word. 
hold on to the promises. You're going to make it to the other side. But sometimes there's another battle on the other side. Maybe this doesn't feel very encouraging. But this happened to Jesus. When he got to the other side, there was the man who was full of 6,000 demons. The legion is inside this man. So there's an attack in the Sea of Galilee. That's the first storm. And then it would seem like 6,000 demons are coming against Jesus. But Jesus spoke to the demons and said, come out. And in fact, the Greek word is come out, come out. I said, come out. It's a continual conversation of saying, come out, come out, come out. I know you don't want to come out, but I am telling you, you have to move. So if you have to continually speak to the enemy, you're not alone. Jesus has been there and Jesus won the victory. So me and you, we walk in victory. Sometimes the devil just wants to come against us with one storm after another storm. And it just seems like the storms don't stop. But hold on to the promises of God because God will fight for you. But this is the situation that is happening in 2 Kings chapter 6 and 7. You see, the king of Israel decided to forgive. He showed the army of Aram a great time and he had victory for a while. It says he had peace for a while. But then another king came and attacked Israel. And that's where we're going to start. Because the situation doesn't look like it got better. In fact, it got worse. Second Kings chapter 6, verse 24. Some time later, however, King Ben-Hadad of Aram mustered his army and besieged Samaria. As a result, there was a great famine in the city. The siege lasted so long that a donkey's head sold for 80 pieces of silver and a cup of dove's dung sold for five pieces of silver. So what's happening right now is a huge economic collapse. Things are really bad. The city is surrounded, so there's no import, there's no export, there's no money coming in, there's no money coming out, there's no food coming in, there's no way to go get food, and so a serious famine is taking place. And it says the Israelites were eating a donkey's head and buying a donkey's head to eat for 80 pieces of of silver, but it gets worse. And they were selling doves dung for five pieces of silver. You may be listening to this saying, uh, that's kind of gross. Yes, it's very gross, but that is the situation that they were in. And so all of this is happening. And the king of Samaria is upset. And he's upset with Elisha. He says, I'm going to kill Elisha because 
just a little while ago. The king of Aram's army was right here. I had the opportunity to kill them, to take them out, but Elisha told me to forgive, and everything that is happening right now is because of Elisha. If I would have just killed them all at that moment, I would have had victory today. Let's read. Verse 26. One day, as the king of Israel was walking along the wall of the city, a woman called to him, Please help me, my lord the king. He answered, If the Lord doesn't help you, what can I do? I have neither food from the threshing floor nor wine from the press to give you. But then the king asked, What's the matter? She replied, This woman said to me, Come on, let's eat your son today. Then we will eat my son tomorrow. So we cooked my son and ate him. Then the next day I said to her, Kill your son so we can eat him. But she has hidden her son. When the king heard this, he tore his clothes in despair. And as the king walked along the wall, the people could see that he was wearing burlap under his robe next to his skin. May God strike me or even kill me if I don't separate Elisha's head from his shoulders this very day, the king vowed. The situation is really bad. People are eating donkey's heads and they're eating dove dung. But it doesn't stop there. Now they're eating their own children. And the king is upset because all of this is happening because of Elisha. Elisha told me, don't kill the army. They were right here. And because I listened to him, now the army has come back and it's worse than it's ever been. Verse 32. Elisha was sitting in his house with the elders of Israel when the king sent a messenger to summon him. But before the messenger arrived, Elisha said to the elders, A murderer has sent a man to cut off my head. When he arrives, shut the door and keep him out. We will soon hear his master's steps following him. When Elisha was still saying this, the messenger arrived. And the king said, All this misery is from the Lord. Why should I wait for the Lord any longer? Now, there's two things that I want to talk about in these coming verses. One, Elisha again is led of the Spirit. Elisha knows God's voice. And again, God speaks to him and says, There is someone who is going to come here and he is going to kill you. So tell the people that you're spending time with right now, the elders of Israel, tell them that someone's about to come and when he comes, don't open the door because he's coming to kill me. Elisha knew God's voice. And again, because he knew God's voice, he skipped the ambush. It is so pivotal for us to hear and know God's voice because the enemy has got ambushes set for you. And so when you wake up in the morning, spend time in God's presence. Because as you spend time in his presence, you're going to skip ambushes and blessings will come to you. Finally, the king 
speaks to Elisha and says, what's going on? What is all this misery? I'm not going to wait on the Lord any longer. This is all from the Lord. Well, number two that I have to tell you is this was not from the Lord. This is a flawed understanding. This is not from the Lord. Sickness, disease, pain, misery is not from the Lord. You know how I know? Because the next chapter is all about deliverance. Why would God send misery if he's going to set you free the next chapter? Doesn't make any sense. Second Kings chapter 7, verse 1. Elisha replied, listen to this message from the Lord. So what you understand from the Lord is flawed. This is the message from the Lord. Listen to me. This is what the Lord says. By this time tomorrow, in the markets of Samaria, six quarts of choice flour will cost only one piece of silver, and twelve quarts of barley grain will cost only one piece of silver. Verse 2. The officer assisting the king said to the man of God, That couldn't happen even if the Lord opened the windows of heaven. But Elisha replied, You will see it happen with your own eyes, but you won't be able to eat of any of it. Friends, I have to tell you something that is so powerful and so necessary. Your breakthrough is in your mouth. You have to be speaking the word of God. You have to be believing in the word of God. And when the word of God is in your heart, Guess what's going to come out of your mouth? The word of God. You see, when you speak the word of God, the word of God will not come back void. It's going to come back with answers. It's going to come back with breakthrough. And maybe it seems like it's storm after storm, but keep speaking the word of God because the word of God will bring breakthrough. And what Elisha is saying in this scripture is he's saying, you're going to get a breakthrough in 24 hours. In 24 hours, everything is going to be different. I declare that over you, a 24-hour breakthrough. It's in the word of God. If it's in the word of God, then I take it. You take it. Because God is not a respecter of persons. He's not somebody who says, okay, you did it for Elisha, but you're not going to do it for me. No, God says that you're all equal and I love you all the same. So I am going to pour out my blessing and I am going to bring breakthrough. But your breakthrough is in your mouth. And the servant of the king says that wouldn't happen even if the windows of heaven opened. Elisha replies, it's going to happen. You're going to see it, but you will not be able to partake of it. Next, the scenario changes. And I want you to read with me 2 Kings chapter 7, verse 3. Now there were four men with leprosy. Okay, leprosy, this is the scum of society in those days. It is the lowest, the lowest of the low in society. 
Because if you were a leper, then that meant that you have no hope. That actually meant that if you got into a crowd or you actually touched somebody, then they could stone you. So being a leper was not a cool thing. And now the Bible is talking about lepers? Verse 3, now there were four men with leprosy sitting at the entrance of the city gates. Why should we sit here waiting to die? They asked each other. We will starve if we stay here. But with the famine in the city, we will starve if we go back there. So we might as well go out and surrender to the Aramean army. If they let us live, so much the better. But if they kill us, we would have died anyway. So, they die if they surrender to the army, or they die if they go back into the city because there's famine. So what they say is, we might as well die doing something. Sitting around doesn't do anything. Friends, you've got dreams in your heart. God has called you for something great. But sitting around and doing nothing doesn't do anything. Get up and start doing something. This is what these four lepers. Now, the amazing thing to me is God didn't use a centurion. God didn't use a businessman. God didn't use a priest. God is using four lepers, the most unlikely people that could be used at that time, God has decided that I'm going to use them. So if you feel like you're not the greatest choice, you're perfect for God. You are perfect for God. And I want to read to you what happened next because it's just so powerful. Verse five. So at twilight, they set out for the camp of the Arameans. But when they came to the edge of the camp, no one was there. For the Lord had caused the Aramean army to hear the clatter of speeding chariots and the galloping of horses and the sounds of a great army approaching. The king of Israel has arrived, the Hittites and the Egyptians, to attack us. They cried to one another. So they panicked and ran into the night abandoning their tents, horses, donkeys, and everything else as they fled for their lives. When the men with leprosy arrived at the edge of the camp, they went into one tent after another, eating and drinking wine, and they carried off silver and gold and clothing. This is a serious deal. The Lord caused lepers to become the sound of a mighty army. Just thinking about this encourages me so much because there is a sound. There's a sound that is arising. There's a sound in the people of God that is arising and it's a powerful sound. It's the sound of a mighty army. And you may look at the army and think, ah, uh, they really don't look like much. They kind of look like a bunch of lepers. But yet that is who our God is. He will take lepers 
and he will turn their marching into a sound of a mighty army. And God did that for those lepers that day. The sound of their marching was like the sound of a mighty army. And the Arameans left. They fled. And they left all of their money. They left all of their food. They left everything that they had. And so the words of the prophet Elisha were fulfilled. Because yesterday, we're eating donkey's heads, dove dung, and our own children. But he says, don't look at the situation the way it looks right now. This is the word of the Lord. Tomorrow, you're going to see breakthrough. Tomorrow, there is going to be an economic boom. And that is what happened. Because those lepers came back to the city. And this is the amazing part. They couldn't get into the city because they were lepers. Which means the fact that they made it to the king means that they got healed on the way. This is so powerful. When you do what God says, healing comes into your life. On the way, when you make steps to your breakthrough, that's when the healing comes. But these lepers, they get to the king and they say, the Arameans are gone. All of the money is there. All the food is there. Breakthrough is today. The king says, I don't believe it. So he sends soldiers to go check it out. They come back. They say, it's legit. It's all happening. Breakthrough is today. So the king sends the servant, the same servant that said, it won't happen even if the windows of heaven opened. The king sends that man to the front of the city, to the front of the Aramean camp to greet the people. And listen to what happens. 2 Kings chapter 7, verse 16. Then the people of Samaria rushed out and plundered the Aramean camp. So it was true that six quarts of choice flour were sold that day for one piece of silver, and twelve quarts of barley grain were sold for one piece of silver, just as the Lord had promised. Verse 17. The king appointed his officer, to control the traffic at the gate, but he was knocked down and trampled to death as the people rushed out. So everything happened exactly as the man of God had predicted when the king came to his house. The man of God had said to the king, by this time tomorrow in the markets of Samaria, six quarts of choice flour will cost one piece of silver and 12 quarts of barley grain will cost one piece of silver. The king's officer had replied, that couldn't happen even if the Lord opened the windows of heaven. And the man of God had said, you will see it with your own eyes, but you won't be able to eat of any of it. And so it was, for the people trampled him to death at the gate. Friends, I have to tell you two things. One, the sound of a mighty army is rising. And you might look at the army and say, they don't look like much. They look like lepers. They don't have the money. They don't have the experience. They don't got anything. But God says, I'm going to turn 
the lepers into the sound of a mighty army. This encourages me so much. Number two, your breakthrough is in your mouth. Because had that servant said, I believe it's going to happen, he would have been a part of what God did that day. But he said, that won't happen even if the windows of heaven open. I'm going to say it again. Your breakthrough is in your mouth. So speak the word of God. If you're going through one storm and it seems like there's another storm, well, the king of Samaria went through the same thing and it seemed like he lost everything. He went through some seriously bad times, but he listened to the man of God. And when he listened to the man of God, breakthrough came into his life. Listen to God's voice and breakthrough will be right at your doorstep. Continue to speak the word of God. If you're sick, say, by his stripes, I am healed. It's not, I am going to be healed. It's, I am healed. Even though I feel symptoms, even though I don't feel good right now, in the spirit, I am healed. Because the work of the cross, he said, it is finished. So whatever the devil had planned for your life, it's finished. God is fighting for you. Wow, this has been so powerful. And I have received a word from God today. So I believe that you have received a word of God also. I want to pray for you. Father, I thank you that you can turn lepers into the sound of a mighty army. God, if you can do that for lepers, how much more can you do that for me? Turn my brokenness, turn my life into the sound of a mighty army. In the name of Jesus. And Father, I make a commitment to you that I will speak your word. Even though in the physical, I don't see breakthrough right now. In the spirit, it has already happened. In the name of Jesus, amen. I can feel the presence of God. This is so powerful. If this has blessed you today, and you want to sow a seed into our ministry, we go to places where no one wants to go. The motto of our ministry is shock the darkness, which means you got to go to places where the darkness is not expected. We bring healing to the broken and we shift the atmosphere wherever we go. If you want to give a one-time gift or you want to become a monthly partner, I know that God is going to bless you. Please pray for us that we continue to do what we're called to do. Just go to philiprenner.com and become a part of what we can do together. Also, my books, Worship Without Limits and A Fasted Life are available through that website. God bless you. God is fighting for you. And remember, 
wherever you go, you shift the atmosphere.